This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, what's going on, America? Welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. Where's my little DJ air horn? It is right here. <laughs> Hope you guys are having a fantastic Wednesday. Um, it started off amazingly for me today. Amazingly? Is that a word? Amazingly? I'm going with it. Either way, today started off awesome. I had to do full dad duties. Uh, my oldest son, Gage, had a project due where he had to build one of those volcanoes that explode. And uh, I was under the impression all week that that project was due tomorrow on Thursday. And then last night, about 10 o'clock at night, he comes out of his room and he's like, uh, I think it's due tomorrow. <laughs> and so last night we have to build this thing and then we have to like, lay this, I don't know what it's called, this wrap around it that hardens or whatever. Then we got to let it dry in the night. And then this morning, instead of doing my normal routine, getting up early, going to the gym, uh, getting some prayer time in, reading the Bible, et cetera, I am mixing plaster and putting it on a volcano the entire time thinking, why did I have children? <laughs> anyway, uh, so that was my morning. Um, I, I was unaware that I was back in school. Um, that is new to me. I don't know about you guys, but my parents didn't help me do nothing when I had a project ever. I mean, and when I say nothing, I mean nothing. They helped zero, not a, not one time. And so this whole thing about helping your kids do projects that's new to me, um, but either way, I digress. All right, we got a show to get into today. First and foremost, got to get into breaking news uh, that this is, speaking of kids in school, this is coming to us from Fox News. Check this out. Amongst everything that we now know, amongst all the issues that we now know about the COVID vaccine, the relatedness to cardiac issues, et cetera, and now that it has come out and is now acknowledged by everyone everywhere that infection of COVID-19 offers the exact same, if not better protection than vaccinated individual. The CDC has officially added the COVID-19 vaccine to the official immunization schedule for kids as young as six months. Now, to be clear, the CDC can't mandate vaccines, but schools use its recommendations for guidance on requirements. Uh, the Center for Disease and Control and Prevention released a few updates last week to its child and adolescent immunization schedule. One update was the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, this schedule, which is posted to the CDC's website, 
recommends that children between six months of age and 18 years old should receive two doses of the primary series between four and eight weeks apart, followed by a booster dose at least eight weeks later. So that's three. Um, children who are moderately or severely immunocompromised should include a third dose in the primary series, says the CDC. Uh, the CDC first recommended it, blah, 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 blah. Doctors supports individual choice for vaccines. Oh, okay. Well, finally, uh, look, they're coming after your kids. They want your kids to have these problems. I, at this point, I am fully on the bandwagon that this is nothing more than to make people sick. This is nothing more than to make people weaker and have more problems where big pharma can make more money because now you got heart issues. Now you have all these other issues across the board. I am not for this. I am against this in every single capacity that you can possibly uh, imagine. Did you know Pure Talk saves the average family over $900 a year when they switch from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile? That's right. Save $900 a year. That's nine zero zero. Listen to this. You can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. And Pure Talk is so sure you're going to love their service. They're backing it up with a 100% money back guarantee. So instead of giving your money to woke companies like Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, why don't you switch to Pure Talk? All you got to do is go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code GRAHAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to save 50% off your first month. So not only a 100% money back guarantee, Using the code Graham gets you 50% off your first month. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. All you got to do is go to puretalk.com, promo code Graham. That's puretalk.com, promo code Graham. Restrictions supply. See sites for details. Okay. Um, everybody knows that uh, Biden went to uh, Ukraine. But something has now come out where, you know, there was this video about Biden and uh, Zelensky walking when air raid sirens were going off. First of all, again, <clears throat> if you watch that clip, they're just hanging out. Like they're just walking around, uh, no body armor, no nothing. They're just chilling. And like these sirens are going off. And my first thing that I've said multiple times is I have been to war, uh, real war. And yes, we had congressmen and senators and the president even showed up, you know, to come visit the troops and things like this. And let me tell you something. There were armed military personnel, I mean, in the 20, 30 people surrounding those diplomats, as you would call them. They were wearing full body armor and Kevlar, et cetera. Um, they even had a gun in some of them. I, I mean, this is not some, all of this. Something is so off about this Ukraine thing. Nothing about it screams a real war war to me. Something is wrong. And I know this because I've been there. I've done war. I've, I have done this. I have seen diplomats come in. I have done all of these things. Something is wrong. But here's the thing. That video of those fake sirens, et cetera, uh, have come out and, uh, yeah, now people are reporting that the sirens are actually fake. Uh, so let's see here. Watch this. So fake sirens. Let's just search this. All right. Listen to this report right here. And this is CNN blowing the whistle on Biden. Listen to this. Check this out. 
Um, I've been here for the past five days. I have not heard any explosions. I have not heard any air sirens until about half an hour ago, right when uh, President Biden was in the center of Kiev, as, as Clarissa was, was just mentioning. Awful ironic, right? I mean, isn't that weird? Isn't it weird? Isn't it awful ironic that there hasn't been a single thing? Again, guys, when we were in Iraq, we were getting mortared all the time. Okay, we were getting mortared all the time. The, 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 the alarms would be going off constantly. This wasn't something that, that people just didn't experience, people didn't see. Something is going on here. All right, now, this is Tucker Carlson. Uh, let's listen to something Tucker Carlson has to say about the uh, uh, Biden's photo op in Ukraine. Okay, here we go. Self is a very dark force. That is obvious if you watch him. It is unmistakable. Who could not see that? This man is a destroyer. He banned a Christian faith in his country and arrested nuns and priests. Oh, but he's a hero, claim our leaders, from Chuck Schumer to Mitch McConnell. No, Zelensky is not a hero. He is an instrument of total destruction. That is not a defense of his enemies. It's just true. And maybe that's why Joe Biden is drawn to him. Biden landed in Kiev today to promote another world war. Watch. There's fake sirens. Just strolling around. No panic, no nothing. Just hanging out. Note the air raid sirens in the background. What's strange is there didn't seem to be any air raids in Kiev this morning. We checked. There were just air raid sirens at precisely the moment that Joe Biden appeared for a photo op. Even CNN's reporters on the ground in Kiev know that they've been in the city for the past five days and didn't hear any bombs or missile strikes or any sirens until the moment that Biden walked out for the cameras. I've been here for the past the five guy. days. I have not heard any explosions. I have not heard any air sirens until about half an hour ago, right when uh, President Biden was in the center of Kiev. Right. So here you have Potemkin air raid sirens, just the touch required in this, the most tightly scripted, most completely dishonest war in history, the fakest war. And the point, of course, is to sell Americans on yet another $500 million in tax dollars for Ukraine, for the Zelensky government. Watch this. We've committed nearly 700 tanks and thousands of armored vehicles. Traitor. 1,000 artillery systems, more than 2 million rounds of artillery ammunition, more than 50 advanced launch rocket systems, anti-ship and air defense systems, all defend you, to defend Ukraine. And that doesn't count the other half a billion dollars we're going to be we're announcing with you today and tomorrow. That's going to be coming your way. And that's just the United States in this piece. Disgusting. Can anyone see how dark and crazy this is? Yeah, we can. And and to to put it more simply here, watch this. Glenn Beck had something to say about World War Three. See if I can find that video here. Videos, Glenn Beck. Where you at? 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 All right. This is Glenn Beck and his thoughts on are we making steps uh, to World War Three? And he thinks so because we are repeating. Steps to war, World War One to the letter. Here we go. We are repeating 
to the letter World War I. The elites, the Fabian socialists, got together with all of the big socialists in the, uh, in the West, and they all got together and said, you know, if we kind of push this along, it'll be a quick war, and we'll be able to collapse all of the old regimes, and, uh, and, and, we'll, be, and we'll be great, and we'll have this new utopian world. So what happened? Well, it wasn't quick. It killed millions, changed the history of, of Europe. It did collapse some of the old empires, if that's what you were excited about, but at what cost? And then at the end, what did they do? The same people who started the war got together and said, now we're going to punish Germany and we're going to make them pay. And we want all the land that they claim is theirs. And we're going to take it. And they're going to pay us. And what did that do? Set up World War II. We're doing the same thing. Exactly the same thing. And the people were not for the war. In fact, they elected a president who said, if you elect me for a second term, I will not send your boys into war. And what did he do? He waited a full three, six months. What was it, Stu? Do you remember? Before Woodrow Wilson sent all our boys to war. We have got to stand up. You've got to call every congressman and every senator you know and say, the hell I will. I am not sending my child to war. And I want you to stop sending my money to Ukraine. Oh, well, then we'll just empower Putin. You know what? Putin's really smart. Re- right. Not going to listen to that. But I do like what he said there. And then check out what Steve Day said on uh, TimCast. See if I can find it here. Where you at, Steve? Check his thoughts out here. This is crazy. I mean, I agree, but listen. We're all very anxious to question God's character. When do we start nope. questioning our own? It's the wrong one. I I, I agree with that statement as well. Uh, but <laughs> that's not the the episode I wanted or the uh, the clip. Here's the clip. Here we go. I do agree with that though. When do we start questioning our own instead of questioning God's character? I do agree with that. So we'll leave that in the episode. But this is this is the one I was talking about in regards to Ukraine and possible war World War Three. Weird it, with Ukraine is my last nerve. And and this is hard for me to say as a kid who's a child of the of the 80s, who grew up in the we're America bitch 80s, who wore Alex P. Keaton monogrammed sweater vests, okay, and and got up in the middle of the night to cheer Reagan bombing Gaddafi back to the Neolithic period. This is hard for me to say, okay? You're taking my my high school age son to fight and die in Ukraine, literally over my dead body. I'm never allowing that. I'm never letting you take him to die for your Habsburg dynasty, World War I, needless 20 million pile of deaths replay over your elite's pissing contest. Not happening. I don't care what the threat is. I don't care what the penalty is. And if you think you're drafting my daughters, get the camps ready because you're going to need them. Never happening. This is, a, this, is, this is an example of history doesn't just repeat, it rhymes. This is a ha- these, are a bu- these are a bunch of elites 
a, a little cabal that are all throw Putin all of them all in together. This is a Habsburg dynasty pissing contest over a strip of land most people can't find, don't care about, has no strategic value to anybody within the sound of my voice unless they're involved in, in investing money with Hunter Biden. This thing is such a crock. It's so fake. It's so phony. It's one of the most simplistic, disgusting stories I've ever seen. It's one of the most cynical stories I've ever seen. It's wag the dog, but dumber. And 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 this this to me is the final straw of just absolute civil disobedience. We're never fighting your damn war. Hell no. Pretty strong words across the board. And 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 that brings us to the conversation of this national divorce. Despite the U.S. blowing through the 31.4 trillion dollar debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's time to pull yours out. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k or even just your savings account, ladies and gentlemen. All you have to do is text the word GRAHAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to the number 989898 right now to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of their precious metals specialists. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000, and it's only getting worse. Protect yourself with gold today by texting the word Graham to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family. Text the word Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M to 989898 right now. Right. This national divorce. So Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, made headlines the other day when she basically said it's time for a national divorce. She even outlined some of the parameters here. Let's see if I can find the actual tweet. I think this is the tweet thread. Let's go to it. Let's read it. Um, all right, this is a thread, okay? Why the left and right should consider a national divorce. Not a civil war, but a legal agreement to separate our ideological and political disagreements by states while maintaining our legal union. Definition of irreconcilable differences, inability to agree on most things or on important things. Tragically, I think we, the left and right, have reached irreconcilable differences. I'll speak for the right and say we are absolutely disgusted and fed up with the left cramming and forcing their ways on us and our children with no respect for our religion slash faith, traditional values, and economic and government policy beliefs. Okay, so real quick before I finish that, okay, before I finish this, check this out. So I thought this was very interesting, okay? This is Vladimir Putin speaking, I guess he's addressing the nation the other day, and this is something that he had to say about America. Now, I am not going on the side of Putin. He is a horrible, sadistic freak. However, it's very interesting 
what he says about America. Now, this is an English overdub translator translating what he says. But before I continue with this national divorce thing and what Marjorie Taylor Greene is saying, etc., we're going to play some clips of her and even Glenn Beck again on his thoughts. Listen to what Putin says about America. This, this is very, very interesting to me. Here we go. Cannot be defeated on the battlefield. So they're waging increasingly aggressive information attacks. First of all, targeting the young generations, lying on every step, distorting historical truth, attacking our culture, the Russian Orthodox Church, and uh, other traditional religious institutions in our country. Now look at what they're doing with their own peoples. They're destroying the institution of family, their cultural mm. historical identity, mm. and uh, various perversions with regard to children wow. up to pedophilia are accepted as uh, the new norm. And priests are forced to recognize and officiate same-sex weddings. People can live however they want. And uh, we in Russia have uh, never intruded into people's private life. Well, that's a lie. And we're not going to do that. But what we want to say is maybe they should take a look in the scripture, into the holy book of any great religion. It says that the family is a union between woman and man. And uh, these holy texts are now being increasingly doubted in the West. The uh, Anglican Church is now considering the idea of a gender-neutral God. What can we say? God forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. They cannot ignore the fact that... That is Vladimir Putin talking about America. If that does not terrify you, I don't know what does. Now, granted, I, you know, this man is a murderer, a monster, and this is all a PR, you know, propaganda machine. But what he's saying about America, that's not, not true. Does it, am I the only one that like, oh my gosh, like that is exactly what's going on here. Anyway, so that's Vladimir Putin. Let's get back to what Marjorie Taylor Greene is saying. Uh, continuing on with his tweet thread. With our federal government in over $34 trillion in debt and on the verge of default, uh, clearly both left and right have proven that together they both aren't responsible uh, with hardworking American tax dollars. A national divorce would require... Oh, it moved. A national divorce would require a much smaller federal government with more power given to the states. Hence. We would solve our debt and spending problems immediately. Reducing the federal government would be easy because states would completely control things like education, trade, and commerce, and communications to a much larger degree, and federal government to a much smaller degree. We would immediately alleviate the need for departments like the Department of Education. States would have full control over their public education. Education would look differently all over the country. In red states, they would be varying degrees of more traditional public education, charter schools, homeschooling, technical training, and college and universities. 
Uh, red states would likely ban all gender lies and confusing theories, drag queen story times, and LGBTQ indoctrinating teachers and China's money and influence in our education, while blue states uh, could have the government control gender transition schools. Red state schools would bring back prayer in school and require every student to stand for the national anthem and pledge of allegiance, while blue states would likely eliminate the anthem and pledge all together and would replace them with anthems and pledges to identity ideologies like the trans flag and BLM. Perhaps some blue states would even likely have government-funded Antifa communist training schools. I mean, elected Democrats already support Antifa, so why not? Red states would ban biological males from all girls-slash-women's sports and all girls-slash-women's places of privacy. Red states would maintain the truth that there are only two genders and would require the biological identity of each person's gender on their identification. Uh, wow, there, there's a lot. Okay, all right. Let, let, let's get into, uh, she came on and did some videos uh, in response to this. So let's listen to what she has to say here. This is her on Charlie Kirk is not a civil war. It's actually separating by red states and blue states um, and making state rights and state power a lot stronger than it is right now. Um, it would be shrinking the federal government. For example, we can take education. Well, if we have a national divorce, there's no need for the Department of Education. Red states and blue states would be in control of the education in each state. All right. That's what she said on Charlie Kirk. Let's see what she said. I believe it's on Hannity. I believe is their next interview here. So let's see what we got. In my life, in my world, I all of my friends are regular Americans. Everyone I talk to is sick and tired and fed up of being bullied by the left, abused by the left, and disrespected by the left. And our ideas, our policies, our ways of life have become so far apart that it's just coming to that point. And the last thing I ever want to see in America is a civil war. Um, no one wants that, at least everyone I know would never want that. But it's going that direction, and we have to do something about it. We're also a nation, a crumbling nation. We're a nation in distress. Our government is in complete failure, over $34 trillion. We are on the verge of default, and we have to do something about that. But that was the right and the left that did that to the American people on their own. But the Democrats never stop pushing their policies, their ideas, and their culture on Republicans and the right. And we are so sick and tired of it. We are tired of our children being taught ideas and ideologies in school that we do not want our children taught, like gender lies. We do not want our children um, being having their gender change or transitioned. We we can't even have women's sports and privacy in our bathrooms and women in prison can't even have spaces. ESG, environmental social governance, has completely taken over corporations. And this is a huge policy pressed on private businesses through the government from Democrats. If you're a white male today in the financial industry, you can forget it. You're a dinosaur. You're going extinct. No one should ever be hired by their skin color or their gender or, or Marjorie, how they identify. It should only be about your character and your ability to do the job. Okay, <clears throat> let's see what Glenn Beck has to say about national divorce. Now, I haven't listened to this. I literally just saw it while I was scrolling for the other thing. Where did it go? Where did it go? All right, here we go. This is Glenn Beck talking. Here we go. Should we have a national divorce? I wouldn't be against it, but uh, 
I'm the one that's keeping the kids. I think we're the ones that, you know, need to make sure we're not the ones that are violating the rules of this marriage. You are. You're the one stepping out on on us. I'm living by my marriage vows. I'm living by the rules of the Constitution. And if your state is not, start standing up and demanding that they live by the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, and the U.S. Constitution. Okay, so this seems to be gaining uh, traction across the board. Um, So I open it up to you. Um, I've said it for a long time that I do not believe that the United States stays the United States for forever. I, I don't see it being another civil war. I see it being more of an economical type thing, which is pretty much what everybody's talking about here. Um, I guess I open it up to you, Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. Email me and let me know. I'm also going to reach out to Marjorie and see if we can get her on the show to discuss um, national divorce. Uh, Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think it's getting close to time? Do you agree with the war in Russia and Ukraine, do you agree that they're dragging us into World War III? This is a template of how World War I started. No American wants this. I don't know. I don't know a single person that's like, oh, you know, I don't think it's that bad. I, I, nobody wants this. January, the most refreshing and frustrating month of the year. Why? Because you set out with lofty goals. You stick to them for about two weeks. Then you fall Right back into old habits. Well, lucky for you, I have a goal you can accomplish today and feel great about it. It's called the Protect Your Family by Getting a Will goal. And you can check that box in five minutes for as little as $119 at epicwill.com slash gram. That's G-R-A-H-A-M. And you'll save an additional 10%. So I just made it easier. Look, You need to protect your family. I know that most of us don't want to think about death, but it is a real part of reality and life, and we need to make sure the ones that we love and care about the most will be protected. Think about this. 50% of Americans don't have a will. Choose to be the smarter 50%. Go to epicwill.com slash Graham and get 10% off, and then you can laugh at your friends who failed to accomplish their goals because you're better than them. That's epicwill.com slash Graham now. So are we at a point where it's so bad now that there's no coming back from it, that, that, that the left or, you know, red states and blue states and all the above, it's so far gone that uh, the only way to move forward is to break up. Is that where we are? And, and I think we just need to, you know, unemotionally, but, but analytically, you know, what, whatever you want to call it, I think that we need to open up the possibility of, are we at that point where it's time, uh, for us to think about a national divorce? And again, I don't even know a hundred percent of what that would look like. I'm just saying that a lot of the things that they said made sense to me, and maybe I'm wrong for that. I want to be able to 
praise God the way I want to praise God. I want to be able to worship how I want to worship. I want to be able to make the own my own decisions for myself and my family. I want to be in charge of what my children are learning. I want to be able to say what I want to say without without fear of cancellation and persecution and even prosecution. I want to be able to carry my second amendment rights. I want America to be back to being America. And I guess the question is, you know, and I think we brought this question up a long time ago. If legitimately, let's just say for easy math, half the country does not agree fundamentally with what's going on in the direction of this country, right? If we are a true America, how can we force half the population to live, accept, and deal with things that they fundamentally and foundationally disagree with on the basis of religion, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and honestly, just moral decency. How can we, is that really American? Is that really the American thing to do? Or is it time for us to consider an alternative way of doing this thing? Because the more and more it goes, the more and more I do have to say, as much as it breaks my heart, kind of like Steve Day says, as much as it breaks my heart to say this, are we getting to a point where that is no longer possible? Because, you know, we're not arguing about a 10% or 12% tax rate increase because that's what it used to be. Now we're arguing the fundamental direction, the fundamental value system, the fundamental principles and morals of a country right now. And I don't know how you come to terms with that. I don't know how you make that work. I don't know how you fix that. And so again, I open it up to you. Email me, Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com and let me know, do you think we are headed for a national divorce? And B, I guess, do you think a national divorce is a good idea? Dia. That's all I have for this episode of the Dear America podcast. Make sure to share this with five of your friends. Make sure to give us five stars. It helps us in the ratings. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you all again next time.